What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective. And I just want to give a nice big shout out to my folks out there in Peru. Man, this is the first time I had someone from my personal development podcast. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on LinkedIn, man. This, I, I believe that, man, my consciousness level is going up. And now I am bringing more and more unbelievably amazing individuals into my life. Uh, guys, we're going to have some really, really good stuff coming up soon. Um, I'm doing um, a podcast interview, as a matter of fact, and it's, it's going to be on this podcast, too, with a guy from Norway. Oh, you guys are going to love this one. Oh, it's going to be good. Man, he's a brother. He's a brother, too, man. I'm telling you, man, when we get the brothers together, it's all good. So anyways, I just want to say thank you to all of you out there. Stay tuned for a lot of good stuff, man. We're going to be we're going to be rocking out this the end of this year really, really good. So with that being said, guys. The seven habits are habits of effectiveness. See, true effectiveness is based on timeless principles, which I talked about before, right? So effective effective, effective people are essentially guided by their own missions and manage their lives according to the principles. That's it. That's why it's very important for you to write down your principles, the principles that you abide by. Because when you do that, then you can establish your value system. And if someone ever comes across that value system, you'll know, okay, that's enough. So remember, I told you, I quit a part-time job. It was a long-standing relationship for four years because they walked all over me. They walked all over my values. They kept devaluing what I truly was and gifted in. They put me in a box. Oh, we don't think you can do that. You need to continue taking the test. Excuse me, goodbye. What the hell is wrong with you? Get the fuck out my face. You see what I mean? That's someone crossing the line. One of my... Biggest values is integrity. It is. And when we start establishing all the values coming up really soon, you guys are going to be able to live by this. And then you're going to live by your own truths, your values, your effectivity, the habits, the principles, man. When you have those, you can't be stopped. So on the other hand, ineffective people follow other people's agendas and manage their lives around pressing matters. So in order for you to understand this, what we're going to do, we're going to go over two habits today, okay? There are plenty of habits that we're going to go over, but we're going to talk about habit number one, being proactive. Habit number two, begin with the end in mind, right? So we have an effective people approach to it and an ineffective ineffective approach to it. So obviously, effective people, be proactive. Ineffective people, be reactive. Effective people, begin with the end in mind. Ineffective people, begin with no end in mind. So when we look at habit number one, be proactive. See, proactive people do more than take initiative. They recognize they're responsible for their own choices and have the freedom to choose based on principles and values rather than on moods or conditions. Proactive people are agents of change. However, reactive people, they don't take responsibility for their own lives, AKA my family. They feel victimized, a product of circumstances their past and other people. They do not see themselves as the creative force in their lives. They believe that someone else is the creative force in their life. You look at it everywhere. Reactive people, you see what's happening in America and what has happened over the past four weeks. Reactive people, they take zero responsibility, no responsibility whatsoever. And when you have no responsibility, you have no control of your life. You believe that you are just in existence. You're not a creator. You just let life happen to you rather than having life happen for you. That's being reactive. 
you know, I was always reactive. Of course, you guys already know my story back in 2015, being that victim and holding that victimhood, although there are things that uh, do exist out here. But guess what? Last night ended up being one of those moments where I could no longer make that excuse. I went out salsa dancing for the first time in 11 years. Wasn't supposed to happen, but I mean, <laughs> you know, cervezas and, and coronas and uh, mojitos and uh, tequila, uh, a couple, uh, one too many. 8.30 p.m. She's like, dude, just go check out the dance floor. That Colombian girl's going to be there. She was the most smoking hot thing on the planet, ego, though. Walk in there. Two hours later, I'm like, oh, hell no. There was this Russian lady hitting on me. There was this British lady hitting on me. Not, not only that, the Thai women were so open-minded to me, and they spoke Spanish in there. This opened me up to a whole new mindset because guess what? I didn't walk in there saying, oh, yeah, these Thai women, they don't like black men. Hell no. Because they knew, oh, you see, you're speaking Spanish, and they heard and saw me, and they're like, oh, my God. Then they saw a Brazilian guy that looked really like me, but he had dreadlocks. And they're like, dude, all these people, they come from all different backgrounds. And that's the beauty of overcoming you, overcoming you, overcoming the opinions that you thought formed you. But, of course, we know that's not the truth. It's pretty amazing, right? Being proactive, you're responsible for your own choice. People don't understand how strong that word is. That has to be one of the most powerful words in all of the English language. Choice. Everyone, and I mean everyone, has a choice. And you have to make a choice. And you do make a choice every single day. You have the, two, you have the two-sided talisman. You have the positive mental attitude and the negative mental attitude. You have a choice to wake up in the morning and say, you know what? I'm going to, let, um, I'm going to allow life to happen for me rather than to me. Guys, I don't have any racial incidents anymore. I don't have problems anymore. I, it, it's, all, it, it's all gone because, well, I think I really, <laughs> I had to overcome a lot that was like, it was buried deep within my subconscious mind. So now I make that choice every day, that deliberate choice to make a change, that deliberate choice to pursue my life with passion and to live in my PQO, the prolific quality output, and to continue building my skills and become a greater force in the world, in the world that is in need of a leader. Now we can look at habit number two. Begin with the end in mind. I'm talking about individuals, families, friends, organizations. You shape your own future by creating that mental vision and purpose of any project, large or small, personal, interpersonal, doesn't matter. Identify and commit yourselves to principles, relationships, and purposes. Begin with the end in mind. See, when you got, I'm telling you guys, I never knew, I never understood this before. But, you know, even when I was talking to Deepthi yesterday and I ended up connected with someone who is a healer, I'm so happy about this because now, again, I told you guys about, you know, Mira and I and everything's just, you know, let bygones be bygones. But now, looking who I'm now attracted into my life, there's someone else who's going to fulfill that void, right? It's kind of like an addiction. When you dump one addiction, okay, you dump that, something else has to come in. It doesn't necessarily have to be bad. You have to make a choice. So when I look at my life and next thing you know, I'm like, you know what, if I could choose and build on these principles and have these values and anything that comes across it, I'll know intrinsically to cut it off. That's it right there. See, but the thing is, when you begin with no end in mind, you end up lacking that personal vision and you don't develop a deep sense of personal meaning and purpose in your life. 
you don't pay the price to develop a mission statement. And guess what? You live a life based on society's values instead of chosen values. There was a girl I had just recently met. She was going through a lot of things. I'm not going to, of course, spill all the beans on here, but it was crazy. But, you know, she went on a little bit of a, not an escapade, but a sexcapade. But the thing is, she kept mentioning that she was like, oh, you know, society says this, you know. I don't know why, you know, society thinks you're, I'm a hoe because I sleep around this and that. I've never heard a Thai girl ever say this before in my life. I couldn't believe it before my very ears. But at the same time, I'm like, why do you give a damn about the rules of society? She said, rules. I said, the bullshit rules. Those aren't your values. Those aren't your, that, that, what, that, do you want to inherit those? Are they, is that going to better you in any shape or form? No, then why the hell do you always worry about society? Fuck society. Fuck the vet, fuck what everyone, you, you gotta, you have to establish you. So after hearing a talk like 20, 30, 40 minutes, I said, man, you gotta reshape and you gotta figure out what your values are. Okay, because obviously your friends putting you in a box and calling you names, those aren't friends. Dump those motherfuckers. They don't understand. Dump them. If you're not able to talk to them about some really serious shit, dump them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I'm not just saying dump all your goddamn friends if they're not very listening, but if they call you names, see, it's because your values and whatever you just did doesn't align with their values and they feel like they got to impose their values on you to hopefully give you some guidance, but their values are not your values. Your values are your values when you establish them. I hope you guys understand that because a lot of people, they don't understand that and they end up just inheriting all the values of society. If you look at all the Arab countries, if you look at the likes of the Sharia, the Sharia law in different parts of Indonesia, if you look at, you know, uh, anything that's very heavy in religion, you are accepting the values of someone else who had lived more than 1500 years ago. Or maybe Buddha, 2,500 years ago. Or maybe Confucius, uh, another 2,500 years ago, I believe. And so, do you like those values? Are those values that you really want to hold to heart? Fantastic. But if you feel that you cannot be your 100% of self based on the values of society, it's time for you to just take that goddamn rule down. Build your own rules. Keep that with you today. So guys, with that being said, we're going to be jumping into some more habits coming up real soon. And again, the guide is on uh, the Arsenio Buck Perspective. So you make sure you check that out. I'm your host, as always, over and out.